0: Hi, and welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so that they can have more peace, more energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. And today I have another live episode for you where I'm talking about getting a little bit personal and talking about three pivotal moments in my journey, moments that were sort of like turning points for me, that propelled me forward into the relationship with that, with food that I have today. And throughout the episode, I'll be offering up different questions for reflections that you can use to uncover potential blind spots, blocks, and limiting beliefs that might be holding you back so that you too can have food freedom. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Uh, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying if you are here from my email list, I, um, my team made an error and got off schedule. The team is me. And I got my schedule confused, but the email I uh, that went out talked about the cravings. So that is actually releasing in a podcast episode tomorrow. So, you know, just check out the podcast tomorrow if you want to hear me talk about cravings. But today I'm sharing just a story from my own life about how I got from, you know, feeling out of control, binging. Um, every night of the week, um, going home, sitting on the couch, eating, you know, chicken fingers, fries and ice cream every single night and candy and wine, like while watching House of Cards um, to where I am now, which is complete food freedom to be able to, you know, eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm full and not have to micromanage that to be, you know, gradually releasing weight um, and moving, you know, constantly toward a healthy weight. And just feeling at peace and feeling satisfied, you know, with what's on my plate and just having, you know, a free and peaceful relationship with food. So if you want to know how I got from, you know, struggling and feeling out of control to at peace where I am now, then keep listening. I'm going to share three um, pivotal moments, three turning points in my life that led me, that got me from where I was to where I am today. So if you are here, do say hello. If you're catching the replay, thank you so much for catching the replay. Please comment hashtag replay so that I know that you are watching. And I'm so glad you're here. And so I'm just going to start with, um, you know, a story. And the reason this is top of mind for me right now is because I recently um had the pleasure of being a guest on um a wonderful podcast called Permission to Explore Podcast. Do check that podcast out um and i will be you know that episode will be coming soon but one of the hosts there's two hosts on the podcast had asked you know how did i get into helping women um overcome binge eating and so i hadn't thought about it in quite a while and you know it really led me to reflect over my journey up until now Um, and so I will get to, you know, my answer to that question in a, in a moment, but what I want to start with is like, what was the turning point for me? And I think, you know, um, for many of you watching, you might be in the place where I was (laughs) at that point. And so this was around 2015 and I had been yo-yo dieting for years. You know, I had been, my weight had been up and down, up and down, up and down. I had tried all the diets, like every diet that you can think of. Um, I had tried them all and I just had gotten to a point where I was so sick and tired of dieting. You know, I, I had successfully lost, um, I don't even remember how much weight, But I was so just unhappy, you know, even when I had gotten down to my desired weight, I was still unhappy. And I remember feeling um, like I just, I had to constantly manage my food. And, you know, my weight went back up and I wound up at my highest weight. And I actually don't even know what my highest weight was, but It was in the neighborhood of 250 pounds or more. And I just remember thinking when I was faced with the choice of whether or not to go down the same road again, I was like, what's the point? You know, I was like, what is the point? This is not working and I'm miserable no matter what. So why don't I just stop all of that. And I just start trying to be happy. And that was the first pivotal um, moment in my life. And it really came out of being frustrated and sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, you know, if you can relate to that, drop a one in the comments, <laughs> because I'm sure I'm not alone on that one. And so I I was really done Um trying to do everything the way I had been doing it before. And the things that I was doing before were things like, you know, trying to um, change my my body by controlling everything that was outside of myself. You know, I was trying um, di- like diets that had you eating a certain way for the majority of the time and then having one cheat day a week. I was trying, you know, using my fitness pal to track all my calories. I tried cutting carbs, you know. Um, I tried doing all these different things to change the way that I ate, thinking, you know, if I could just get myself to eat less and move more, then that would be the key. Like, I would lose weight and I would finally feel successful and feel proud of myself and you know, have more energy and all of these things that we want. And yet I kept trying to do that over and over and over again. And it, it just was not working. I couldn't, I could never get myself to do it for long enough to like get used to it and, you know, finally stop feeling like I needed to eat, you know, and it just, it never lasted. I would lose weight, but then I would gain it all back. And, you know, I think when I started trying to lose weight, I was like 150, 155, maybe 160 pounds. And by the time I finally got fed up with dieting, I, like I said, I was, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 pounds. So clearly it wasn't working, you know? And so the first big um, choice that I made that I, at the time I didn't even realize how pivotal this was. And, it, you know, a lot of times it is in hindsight that we look back and we see um, the path and we see why things happen the way they did. And so the, the first big choice that I made was the decision to pursue happiness first. And, Little did I know that would lead me to all the solutions that I was looking for in my life. And so the first takeaway I have for you, if you're watching, is, you know, what are you pursuing? What are you pursuing? Because so often in life, the thing that we're chasing, the thing that we're pursuing is not the cause of what we really want. It's actually an effect of what we really want. Here's what I mean by that. By me, like, I thought that I wanted to lose weight so that I could be happy. And what I didn't realize was I was actually working backwards. What I really wanted was to be happy. <laughs> and when I started looking um, or chasing happiness first, that's when I started to lose weight. And I love using the term release weight because it it's not... That I was actively and consciously um, pursuing weight loss, but that the weight started coming off of me as I started pursuing happiness. Now, that doesn't mean that I there weren't changes that happened, but it's where did the changes that happened in my behavior come from? They came from being happy. They were a result of me feeling happy and first feeling that pride in myself. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because it didn't just boom happen overnight. There are two more major things that happened. But when I started to chase happiness, I started noticing that my mind was more open. Now, here's why this is important. Our, we are we The way that our brains are set up is that it's really... It's hard to learn new things because our brains like to filter out, you know, information and we get into habits, we get into patterns. And so I was in a pattern of in order to lose weight, I need to do X, Y, and Z. These X, Y, and Zs that I thought I needed to do to lose weight came from conditioning. It came from social conditioning. It came from conditioning of the diet and weight loss industry. All the things that they all say that you need to do to lose weight. And so that's what I was doing, you know, and maybe you're doing those kinds of things, too. And if you feel frustrated, I can totally relate to that, you know. But what happened was my mind actually became open and I started um, entertaining different solutions. Things that in the past I was like, oh, that won't work for me. For example, not cutting out certain food groups. So that was one of the things that I I dropped early on after making this shift from chasing weight loss to chasing happiness. I started reincorporating carbohydrates back into my daily diet. Before that, I had adopted this belief that you know carbohydrates were making my insulin spike. And so if I ate them throughout the day, I was having these insulin spikes, which was causing me to gain weight. So that's why I cut them out. Well, it was like, now I was ready to finally challenge that belief. Like, what if that's not true? Or what if that's at least not true for me? What would happen if I did something different, something new? And so I started reincorporating rice and potatoes back into my diet. And I started to see, I started to notice changes in my my cravings, my cravings dramatically reduced because I was now allowing myself to eat, you know, rice and potatoes. And so I just started to observe these things. I started to notice that like I had less desire to, I didn't feel like I needed to eat dessert every single night of the week, for example, like two or three times a week was okay. And so I started to notice these gradual changes. And as a result of these gradual changes, I released 28 pounds without trying and by reincorporating things, by adding things into my diet. And so it was a huge um, aha for me when I realized that when I started doing things that seemed counterintuitive, I started actually gaining the external results that I wanted in my life. So that was the first big pivotal shift for me is I stopped chasing weight loss and I started chasing happiness instead and you know there are other things I could talk about but there's two more um, major moments that I want to get to so yeah if you have any questions about that first shift um, drop them in the comments and I'm gonna move on to the second one So the second one, um it happened, basically, this is a rock bottom moment that happened for me. So you may or may not have heard this story before, but um, I think it was around 2018. And like I said, you know, when I made the first big shift, I my cravings dramatically reduced. I released 28 pounds automatically right off the bat. And so I had more of an understanding of what was the difference between, like, physical cravings, psychological cravings, and emotional cravings. And so what I started to notice was, like, I would have these binges periodically. And so I recognized, I started to be able to tune in more and realize that these binges were happening as a result of... You know, not being able to feel my emotions and needing like a comfort, some type of security or comfort. And that was food for me. And I started putting different practices in place and really was growing a lot. But this next um, pivotal moment really just cracked the door open even further and allowed me to just get to the next level. And that's what my rock bottom moment was. So I was, um, you know, having dinner with a friend and she had served pizza and like she had baked cookies. And so we were eating and, you know, talking and everything and spending time together. And I started to manage. Now, at the time, I wasn't really aware what I was doing. But in hindsight, I remember thinking, that, you know, I shouldn't eat seconds, that it was a, you know, if she offered me seconds, then I was really proud of myself for turning down the seconds. And um, after dinner, I got in my car and I started driving and I was using, I took out my phone while driving, very dangerous. And it was my husband's work van, which is just this huge, like one of those at t like huge vans. Um, probably weighs, you know, a couple tons, I'm guessing. And I'm driving on the interstate going like 50, 60 miles an hour using my phone to use the Domino's app on my phone and order pizza and order like, you know, pizza, cheesy bread, um, probably a dessert. And all of this food was just for me. And... It wasn't until I I ordered the pizza, I went home, I ate it, you know, I had, you know, I binged on it. And the next morning is when I really could see clearly the behavior and see how irrational it was and see how destructive it was and, you know, very dangerous, potentially could have been harmful to myself and other people. And it was a moment of really breaking out of a lot of delusion that I was still holding on to about my emotional eating patterns in my life. And so this moment for me was a real wake up call. It was like a moment of like, what are you still continuing to do to yourself? And, you know, Why are you doing this? (laughs) You know, what is causing me to um, turn down seconds at dinner and to be so focused on food? Like, why am I doing that? And why am I then going and secretly eating a lot of food after the fact, when I could have just eaten more food while I was there? Like, it just made me start to see my behavior for what it was. And to stop making excuses about why I would emotionally eat sometimes and like, stop making excuses to myself because it didn't matter what anybody else thought at all. It was all about like, what was I telling myself? Like, how was I deluding myself? About my emotional eating, you know, and so it was a really, it was a huge wake up call. And it is what I consider to be like my rock bottom moment. Because when I really saw that behavior for what it was, I realized, you know, if I had gotten into a wreck or, and maybe even taken someone else's life, like it basically was like drunk driving. That's really how it was because I was so like, um, myopic and focused on I have to get this pizza you know and so maybe somebody can relate to that so if that's something you can relate to um you know drop relating in the comments um but what this allowed for me was for me to um actually be more honest and you know this is something that There's no easy steps to this, you know. It's just a level of awareness that we all have to come to within ourselves um, where we stop deluding ourselves and we actually start to be honest with ourselves. And, you know, like there were times in my life where I thought that I had reached a level of honesty with myself. And then there was another layer to go on top of that, you know. And there may be areas now that I'm still... Um, in self-delusion so it's really a journey and it's really a lot of onion layers but you know the more that we can just be willing to see ourselves and willing to be uncomfortable the more we can um, have more and more honesty with ourselves so the second one was my rock b- bottom moment and you know for you I would just um look at like where in where in your life are you getting into possibly some self-delusion you know where might you be um not as honest with yourself as you could be and so and that's something that only only you can do you know nobody could do it for me no matter how much somebody would um you know, point out some an area where I could improve, I would never improve until I was ready to improve in that area. So that's really work that only we can do. So the third um, pivotal moment is, it's kind of related to this, but through being more honest with myself, I started to see that there were a lot of areas in my life that I was blaming other people, you know, other circumstances outside of myself, blaming my husband, you know, blaming my job, um, just blaming, just a lot of blaming <laughs> and playing the victim. And so the third pivotal moment was me realizing that I needed to take responsibility for my life take responsibility for where I was, take responsibility for my actions and stop blaming other people. And what happened was when I took responsibility, a big part of that was looking at like all the areas of my life that I had resentment about, you know, people that I was angry at and situations that, that, um, you know, made me angry and, And looking at those and and looking at, okay, well, if I'm resentful for this, like what am, what are my expectations of other people? What am I thinking that other people are, you know, should be doing that would make me happy? And started to realize like, these are the ways that I'm literally giving away my happiness and my power to the world around me and to other people. And then I'm going, you know, and, binge eating and emotional eating when I'm angry at people, you know? So, you know, maybe some other people, maybe some of you can relate to this, but for me, like when I, when I started to see how much I was making um, my binge eating, um, I was making other people responsible for my binge and emotional eating, not only did it literally just wipe out the remaining binge and emotional eating, but it also completely transformed my life. It completely transformed my life to the point where I don't even recognize myself from who I used to be. And, you know, this to me is, this is the reason why I, I do what I do. This is the reason why I actually show up, you know, week after week, to help women to overcome binge eating because it's not about just, you know, like stopping binge eating and losing weight. It's about who we get to be without that. And, you know, if you're anything like I used to be, I used to be so fearful of like, who am I? Who? Like I was so afraid to let go of binge eating because I was afraid to, Um, I was afraid of the unknown of who would I even be without this behavior. That scared me probably more than anything. And that is the reason why I keep talking about this. Because when that behavior left my life, it opened up a world of possibility. And it gave me back my ability to build what I wanted in my life to Change my relationships to build my dreams, you know, to do what matters to me, to live a life of meaning and a life of purpose. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we all want. You know, we want to be, um, to be living our lives and spending our time on this spinning rock in as meaningful a way as possible and to just wake up feeling like we have a purpose. And we have a drive and we have something that's, you know, that we're looking forward to. And, you know, that's why that's why I do this work. And so there you have it. Those are the three pivotal moments that led to food freedom in my life. And if you um, have any pivotal moments in your life that have helped you in your journey, Please share them. I would absolutely love to hear from some of you your stories of how, you know, you've gained more freedom or how you've made, um, how you've grown in your own journey. And, you know, what were those um, those moments of impact in your life that changed your perspective? Um, so share that in the comments uh, if you feel moved to do so. And thank you so much for tuning in to the live as always. Um, And I will be back next week um, with more tips and tools and strategies on how to have complete food freedom. Okay, Um, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes so that we can reach more people with this important message of food freedom. Again, follow me at Rashonda Yates on Instagram and Facebook if you'd like to be a part of future lives and have your questions answered. And I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rishandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your aha's are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on an on another episode. Bye.